Hello, and welcome back to the Music Works Microcast, business and mindset tips for music professionals. I'm Katie Beardsworth, founder of Polyphony Arts, and this week I want to talk about diversifying the canon. And what I mean by that is expanding the range of music that is considered integral to the history and future of classical music. If you're a regular listener to Music Works, you'll have heard me talk about this with various guests already in the context of uncovering works by underrepresented composers, particularly women and people of colour. Today, though, I have some thoughts for you from my own perspective as a singer. I realised recently that although my knowledge of composers and works in general has diversified enormously through my work with Polyphony Arts and with our clients, my own repertoire and the sheet music on my own bookshelf was way behind. I'm going to explore today how we translate the familiarity of hitherto unknown names into our own repertoire. So first, here is a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer with cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment, protecting you against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Every Alliance Music policy also includes free legal assistance and support so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Alliance, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. So to explore how the diversification of the canon can translate into um, new repertoire for individuals, I first want to look at how we make repertoire choices. So this is my experience as a singer. <clears throat> for context, I learned singing at school, studied music at university um, with a focus in performance and was always very focused on learning new repertoire and performing as much as possible. After I graduated, I then moved into a career in arts management. And while I still sing and teach singing, it's no longer the main focus of my work and my repertoire development has reduced so much. I've probably learned about 10 new works over the past five years, which is next to nothing. So I recently organized my sheet music onto a new shelf, alphabetizing it and generally um, having a great time enjoying remembering music that I'd forgotten that I had. Um, however, having been working on the development of my knowledge of underrepresented composers, I immediately noticed the huge flaw in my new repertoire shelf. Uh, only one very thin volume, Madeline Dring's Five Betjeman Songs, was not written by a dead white man. My personal repertoire had not caught up with my general knowledge of what was available. So, of course, I started looking to change that. And that's when I started to realise how much our educational and peer experiences influence repertoire. As a singer, I've always made repertoire choices based on a combination of factors. They all boil down to what I like, but how did I choose this? So the main way is from what I heard other people singing. Uh, fellow students, professionals, um, and via masterclasses, competitions, concerts, TV, radio, etc. Another big factor was teacher recommendations. I relied on those um, to say, you know, I really love singing this, and the teacher would say, okay, um, that's for you in five years, probably, or, you know, in the future, or maybe that's not your ideal rep ever, or actually, this would be perfect for you. 
Um, this is a really, really important part of having a teacher who understands your voice. Um, and without that guidance, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult to choose music from a general list of um, composers or songs or anything like that without having that level of guidance in my experience. Um, and many teachers, you know, all teachers can only know the music that they already know. Um, so we're always dealing with what we've, what our knowledge is of music and what is made available in the world to um, build that knowledge. So each individual learner is doing that. Each individual teacher is, is also building that always. Um, from music grade exam syllabus lists is a really big one. I still go to these if, um, as someone who doesn't sing very often, if I'm looking for some new repertoire that I think is going to feel sort of in, you know, be like the right kind of thing for me, I have a look at the grade lists and have a think about, um, about that. So I think that they're really, really influential. Um, from the music that was highlighted to me by teachers at school and lecturers at university some of the more diverse music um, within sort of the existing canon that I know was introduced to me at university. Um, it's a very, very influential time. And from my family and friends. Now, of course, none of this is news to any of you. And we all know, of course, that in order for the canon to be truly updated and diversified, people's understanding of the true range of repertoire across history needs to be much better. And this is already happening. This part of it is not news to you. So all over the industry, there are teachers, professors, mentors, concert programmers, radio producers, artistic directors, etc., seeking a greater knowledge of what is available. This is really exciting to see. And I truly hope that before too long, it, this will be reflected in all musical experiences from education onwards. What I just wanted to observe today was that it wasn't until I tried to choose new repertoire for myself right now, not in five years or 10 years or five years ago, but right now, knowing what I know about, uh, you know, the, um, the limitations of the canon, um, but without any of the influences that I'd relied on before, um, that I realised the true importance of hearing works that you might perform, performed by others, coming across them um, in different contexts, different voices. Um, this might sound obvious, but, you know, it's not just about knowing that that music exists. The more you hear it in a range of voices, the more understanding you develop about how it sits in your voice. It's about your coach or teacher knowing it or being open to knowing it and helping you work on it. So when I turned to friends and colleagues for recommendations to diversify my music shelf, I was given loads of fantastic recommendations. Um, quite a range in terms of how specific they were. So some recommendations were specific songs or composers. Um, some of these composers had huge outputs. Uh, some of them were for radio shows, podcasts, compilations or websites where I could find such things. Um, whilst all of these recommendations are useful to some extent, and I am certainly glad that the 5,000 strong list of women in music on the Donne website exists, in that instance, what I actually needed someone to say was, you would love this song, it would really suit your voice. And I'm not against doing my research, quite the opposite, but that's not how we've traditionally made repertoire choices. And it is hard to take a big website or even a playlist and narrow it down um, on your own to these specific new choices. 
while the repertoire that is in existence and in circulation all the time is what people hear over and over again in so many contexts, that makes a separation between that traditional repertoire and the newer or less well-known repertoire, which is harder to access because we don't hear it in those, in those circles. So we do all need to be doing our research. And one of the great things to come out of this is I think that we are all doing that more. And I know so many fantastic musicians that are getting really into researching their own take on repertoire. Uh, we need to talk about it as much as we possibly can and share these recommendations um, so that we know what our peers are singing, what are you know the performers that we look up to or resonate with um, musically and vocally are singing. Um, it's so inspiring to see this happening already. And um, I suppose I just came here to say that um, I'd sort of recognize this deeper level on which this is actually a challenge if you know we're short of time or you know a way in which the the, the new repertoire and the old repertoire for want of a better word are um, are still, unbalanced just in the way they're circulated and talked about and understood on a technical level. Uh, so I'm going to finish today with two recommendations. Um, for general listening, um, I really recommend the Daffodil Perspective, which is a gender balanced, racially equitable and inclusive podcast with a new episode every two weeks. I highly recommend this if you want to diversify your listening. Um, more specifically for any singers listening, I have personally been exploring the songs of Cécile Chaminade recently. They're really gorgeous and I've especially been looking at Mignon. It's a lovely romantic French song in mid-range and, um, you know, pretty much suitable for anyone, I think. And that is my recommendation for this week. So if, like me, you are looking for a specific um, recommendations, there we go. I would love to hear yours. Um, anyone wants to comment on the Facebook posts or social media posts about this or um, or send them in via the uh, mailing list. I would love to hear your recommendations too and maybe try and get them circulating. That's it for today. <clears throat> uh, for more free music business and mindset tips and thoughts, subscribe to Music Works on any podcast platform and sign up to our mailing list on our website www.polyphonyarts.com forward slash mailing dash list. Music Works is generously supported by Alliance Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.